Hey there, and welcome to the show about the Scott and Erica Show. So many of you have asked over the years if I could put something like this together, and with the okay from Fran and Jay, I did. Now, what you're about to hear are mainly montages that were assembled for some of our year-end best-of shows. Remember those? Right before Scott and I would take a two-week vacation? (laughs) Well, I also included a few of my favorite in-studio musical performances. So, we're going to start with one from 2007 that Scott labeled... Chat one. I'm kind of really not happy with myself that I'm addicted to uh, America's Next Top Model. They had a marathon on again over the weekend, and I was just like, I love it. <laughs> you got to stop saying these things out loud. <laughs> <laughs> the voices in your head that are talking. <laughs> so you watch that and football. Yeah. So I think I think mm-hmm. you're gender neutral at this point. <laughs> you're probably right, Jay. <laughs> Thanks. So we got to do lunch. Definitely. I'll try and get you before I go to Alaska. Aren't there like 80 men per one woman up there in Alaska? Well, that improves my odds. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm going at the time where it's light all the time instead of dark all the time. Because dark is my best light. (laughs) You ever been like where you just don't even want to try something and it doesn't even look that bad? He's like, oh, just try it. This is great. It's like, no. It's like, you know, what do you have to lose, really? Don't what wanna... you just tried and everything you've eaten <laughs> <Yeah>. before. <laughs> the dog is totally insane. This cat has completely made the dog lose her mind. It's a highly stressful thing right now in our family. Oh, I can imagine. Because my wife especially is not getting any regular sleep at all. The dog wakes up in the middle of the night. Mm. And because she's scratching a lot, we have her on some medication, which is giving her a real nice case of gas. Still talking about the dog, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's today's ticked off column. Here's one about grammar. Why would an able-bodied person ask permission to do something using the word can instead of may? For example, please say, may I come in instead of can I come in? No, we had a teacher that would do that if you asked, can I go to the bathroom? I don't know, can you? Can you? Yeah. It was much more embarrassing then. Yeah. If you want to cover it all, just say, may I go to the can? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. They did a study. They took little strips of gauze, and they put it on people's underarms, and then they had people smell them. Oh, To see what smell they were most attracted to. Old women armpit smell ranked number one. (laughs) Wow. I think it reminds you of grandma. Maybe so. You know, it's soothing. You feel safe. If they smell like muffins or something, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe to you. Smells like mac and cheese. Pot roast. No. (laughs) Grandma. That's grandma. All right, here's our ticked off column today. How come Cookie and Alexander, Dagwood and Blondie's kids, were born at the same time I was, but they're still teenagers, and I'm an over-the-hill fat 70-year-old, and they're still young and slender? Because they're animated. (laughs) They're cartoons. They're drawings. Has Homer Simpson aged in the 20 years? They've been on the air. Well, he's here right now. Homer, have you aged? No, not one bit. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) That was very good. My dad's new mission is to have us all have webcams so we can talk to each other on the computer and see each other. So So I checked in at 2.30. We set up the cameras. We're looking at each other. He's in his pajamas. At 2.30? Yeah. Hey, it could have been a lot worse. He could have been like a cheerleading outfit or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) Yeah, tune in at 2.30. Nice pom-poms. Yeah, I don't know what I'm complaining about. As as your mom walks through the room and only saran wrap. Oh, 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 boy. I'm going to go home and run over my webcam with my car. <laughs> A lot of birthdays today. Gregory Pincus. I'm not familiar with his work. Yes, you are. Gregory Pincus invented the birth control pill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I am. <laughs> it's a little weird having the person you used to carry in your arms driving you. <laughs> you know, you used to push her in a stroller. 
And now she's driving you. The good news is eventually she'll push you in a stroller. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> 20, 30 years from now, you'll say, you know, it's funny. The person that used to drive me is now changing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a meeting yesterday, a regular weekly meeting that I was in. And Cushman knows how I would be destroyed by a comment like this. Looks at me and goes, your hair is a little flatter today. And? I didn't notice a change. Well, he's probably drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Which training course am I going to have to take? I don't, know. I don't know if you get the opportunity. I think it's only for employees. <laughs> Jay, anything bad happened to you over the weekend? I tried to rebuild my bed. We broke our bed. So did you fix it? The bed's actually been broken for about four or five months. Oh, okay. We had like three two by four stacked up uh-huh. and then used Caleb's stool. And Caleb came, Daddy, have you seen my step stool? That's our stool from another marriage. Okay. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> Song. <laughs> Going on. <laughs> we both know that, that it's wrong, <laughs> but it's much too strong to let it go now. Big sort of five point one. Best picks of the 80s, 90s, and today is the best of the Scott and Erica Show 2005. Before Ms. Lee and I go on vacation, a lot of comedians stop by over this last year. A lot of really famous comedians. Here are just a few. It's Bob Saget. Sit, please. Kiss my ring. <laughs> I'll tell you, I had, to, I had to connect flights to get here. You're captive when you're on a couple-hour flight from Dallas to Orlando, wherever you fly. Right. So, And you're Bob Saget. So if you're sitting next to somebody... Yes. <laughs> I'm actually a model. I had my face <laughs> really? reconstructed to want to look like a tall Jewish guy that played <laughs> a very good Christian family man. Hey, that's what the acting's all about. That's, huh? that's where that acting came in. Yeah. So what, what's the common thing that happens to you when you're on a plane and somebody's like, I'm right. sitting next to Bob Saget, so I'm going to max this time out with Bob Saget. The first part of my flight was from L.A. to Dallas, and I was with an older lady who was hitting on me. <laughs> Told me that her husband had passed away, she just went on a cruise, and uh, I seemed so familiar to her. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, let's get the prenups out now, because I want to get me some of that. <laughs> and she's like Aunt B. You know? <laughs> and she's drinking. Oh, okay. oh, and yeah. then she got too familiar with me. I like yawn. She said, oh, don't yawn. You're going to make me yawn. So all of a sudden, I'm like married already. Right. <laughs> I said, and I said, are you blaming me for yawning? Because I will not accept responsibility. Yeah. For that. <laughs> I went right into a relationship. Yes. She said, you're talking to me like I'm your wife. I said, ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Holt! Yes, a bunch of sexy going on in this studio right <laughs> yeah. now. That's, that pretty much boils it down to what yeah, we are. That's right. Yep. Tell them what we were talking about. We're talking about measles and mumps, and, and you had chicken pox, measles, and mumps on the same year, you said? Second grade. And, and what I did you say? I to her that I've had chicken pox, but I, feel, I don't think black people get measles. I've never heard a black person say we had measles, ever. Hmm. I, so if any black person's had measles, I want you to call in and say, no, that's not true. I've had measles. Hi, you're on with Kevin Hart. Tell him what you know. Hi, Kevin. I just want to say I am black and I did have measles and German measles as a kid. There you okay. go. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, Stephen. Now, you're not going to call the radio and make myself seem like I'm a, a fibber or something. You don't say I'm black. <laughs> Prove it. Prove it over here. Hey, I went to North Carolina A&T, an HBCU. I'm black. I guess I got to accept that. I don't know if that's a good fact or not, but I guess I have to accept. No, so you had the measles, really? I had the measles. I had the German measles. I had everything but the chicken pox as a kid. 
You're not really black. Every black person gets chicken pox first. <laughs> I've never had chicken pox first. You're not really black. You had chicken pox first. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> if you're really black, it comes chicken pox, then whatever else. We always get chicken pox first, and we scratch them off. I'm just telling you what it goes down. It's a black fact. <laughs> it's Phil Palisol. Hey, and well done. Thank you for the name. You did very nicely on it. I did all right? Yeah. It's a difficult name for some people. I don't know why. It's not. They want to say Paulson? They say that a lot. It, it, they say anything. They put no. R's in it. But I'm so insecure that sometimes I think, well, maybe that's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there is an R in it. How do I know? I'd be wrong. Yeah, I hope you don't mind. My daughter wants to have your autograph. So I, I absolutely. I pulled up a, uh, a picture here for you to sign I'm scared on the, of the internet. Picture. I know. Yeah. It's the one, you know that uh -huh. one? I know, you, it, I know it really oh, well. Oh, I thought you pulled up a picture of Lauren on the internet. No. Gonna... <laughs> yes, no just picture. if you could just sign the monitor. <laughs> People have done that. They come great. up to me with a picture of their kid. Would you sign this? <laughs> All right, I'll do it over this large. That's a mole, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's her eye. Oh. Man, I really love making people laugh. I, I, I enjoy that attention that I get from the stage. I thrive off of it. So tell, tell I people have to do it. it's your milieu. That that's a heck of a word. See, that's a word that milieu. I look like I can't spell. That's a I word care. that like if I say that you can tell that I heard somebody else say it. Right. Maybe it's my milieu is what it is. <laughs> yeah. What did you say, Kevin? Exactly. My milieu. You heard me. I'm trying to say I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I just get guilty. I get guilty right off the back. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Milieu means a I <laughs> <laughs> Just really defensive. <laughs> Richard Jenny. I want to say this to everybody that comes. Please drink responsibly. And if you figure out what that means, shoot me an email and explain it. Because I always think, if I wanted to be responsible, why would I be drinking? Nobody's drinking to go, all right, I'm hammered, let's do our income tax. The only reason to drink is to finally have the guts to say to somebody, let me tell you something, I never liked you, and I never liked anybody in your whole stinking little family. I cannot believe you're my sister. Drink responsibly. It's like, today's game was brought to you by the Partnership for a Drug-Free America and the King of Beers. <laughs> what is it that has happened to you that could never happen again? I was working out at one of our local theme parks, and I watched a man walk away from a hot dog cart with a hot dog on a tray. And there's two seagulls, and they were coming from different directions. It looked like they were both going for the hot dog, but one grabbed the hot dog, and the other one pooped on his head. <laughs> I mean, he, he stood there for at least five minutes and thought, did anybody else see that? What magazine do you subscribe to that nobody's ever heard of? Screw machine product. Boy, when they say that machines are taking humans' jobs, they really mean it. Is Walkmen the plural of a Walkman? I don't think so. I think it's Walkmans. Yeah. But it sounds stupid. It's like, okay, I have a mouse for this computer and I have a mouse over there. Do Does I have that, mice? No. You have two no. mouses. Our engineer used the word mice. No. The mouses. What happens after you blow your hair dry? Is your hair blown dry or is your hair blow dried? <laughs> we'll have to call the attorneys general. What's the weirdest thing that you like to smell? <laughs> hey, Gene. Brand new work boots. I would always take the tissue out of the box so my dad would buy new work boots and take it my room and <laughs> you know <laughs> they're new work boots mm -hmm. not yeah. like and when you get a new shoe from the shoe store it, you're absolutely positive that nobody has ever tried those shoes on before so <laughs> <laughs> all right oh you Thanks. had to go there <laughs> oh my goodness uh, it was president's day and i was thinking that there are a lot of presidents listening to our show so we're <laughs> opening up the phone lines to people who are president of something you know i'm a president you're the president of what the scott mckenzie fan club <laughs> <laughs> i love this guy do women get belly 
button lint like sure men do. do. Do you? Sure. What if you have an Audi? This is an advantage to have an Audi. No I would, lint. Yeah, I would guess that it doesn't hold the lint. How's your Audi? It's kind of big, yeah. You have a big Audi? I have a twin, too. Is she an Audi? She is an any. My twin can have a belly button ring, and I can't. Well, that stinks. <laughs> Start with a clip-on and see how that works. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest lie that you ever told your mate before you were mates... To get the guy or to get the girl. You told a little fib maybe about yourself. My lie was I told my mate-to-be that I had never been intimate with another woman. She still doesn't know? Still doesn't know to this day. (laughs) Oh, that's a gutsy move, man. Now, does any part of you feel bad about it? Probably not until today. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What is your title that you have and what does it really mean if you have a title on your business card, let's say? Business development. Business development. And what is it that you do? Well, it used to be referred to as telemarketing. Oh! Okay, and now it's business development. Susan? We have a receptionist, and her title is Director of First Impressions. <laughs> I was thinking about this as I was on the plane. The flight attendant walks by. That they are pretty much sitting ducks for any jerky guy. <laughs> I would never have the nerve to ask somebody in that situation to go out. I had a flight attendant pick me up. One of the other flight attendants walks up, hands me a folded napkin, and says, Here, this is from the other flight attendant. Of course, I open it up, and there's her name and phone number. Well, hello, Mr. Big Shot. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody believed me. The first thing I heard, my best friend said, Nope, that's something out of a porn. It's not true. (laughs) Extra things that your boss asks you to do that really have nothing to do with your job. Well, she used to ask me to babysit for her all the time. Hey, Vicki. I've had to um, pick up our children from daycare, run them to practice, run their books to their high school. Hey, Katie. I am in charge of fixing my boss's hair and makeup every morning. And what's wrong with him? (laughs) (laughs) What would you rather be thought of as? Beautiful, gorgeous, cute, or hot? Probably beautiful. Never cute. I would like to be called cute. Well, see, I think you remind me of Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, really? (laughs) He's cute. So, yeah. (laughs) In his own way. Yeah, okay. Hey, listen, Erica, you are beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. More on the Beautiful and Raymond show coming up. (laughs) What's the best phone call, Rose, that you've ever received? The day I got the call saying that we had one dinner with Erica. Ah! That was a while back. It was. It was great. We yep. still remember it. Were you able to draw Erica out of her shell? Because, you know, sometimes you get, I've eaten dinner with her, and it's real awkward because she just sits there and doesn't say a word. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I wonder if there's anybody who just really thought somebody was hot and they wanted to date them until they heard their name. Nah. Bobby? I had a friend that I worked with and a beautiful girl. Her name was Edie Corngiver. Edie Corngiver. <laughs> yeah, she's from Wheeling, West Virginia. Of course. <laughs> she's working working in Orlando. What happened with that name? Even though it was kind of a turnoff to tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we all thinking of the same thing? That's sick. <laughs> She said it's cold outside, she hands me my raincoat She's always worried about things like that She said it's all gonna end and it might as well be my fault 
She only sleeps when it's raining And she screams And her voice is draining She says, baby It's real, I must be lonely She says, baby I can't help but be scared of it all Sometimes the rain's gonna wash away, I believe it well, She's got a little bit of something God, it's better than nothing And in a color portrait world, she believes that she's got it all going on. She swears the moon don't hang as quite as high as it used to. And she only sleeps when it's raining. And she screams. And her voice is strained And she says, baby It's 3am, I must be lonely Yeah, well, she says, baby Yeah, well, I, I can't help but be scared of it all Sometimes but the rain's gonna wash away I believe in this She believes that life is made up of all that you used to And the clock on her wall has been stuck at three for days and days and days She thinks that happiness is a map that sits on her doorway Yeah, but outside it stopped raining And yeah, what well she says, baby If it's 3am, I must be lonely Yeah, when well she says, baby Yeah, well I, I can't help but be scared of it all Sometimes, but the rain's gonna wash away I believe it's When it's 3 I must be lonely Yeah, when she says, baby Well, I can't help but be scared of it all Sometimes This is Fitness Magazine, did one of those surveys. You only get the two choices. If you had to choose between having to gain 100 pounds or spend a year in jail, what did women say? Oh, they'd spend a year in jail. Yes, they would. Oh. <laughs> it spend a year in jail rather yeah. than gain 100 pounds. Yeah. Dana? I'd rather go to jail. I would get some peace. I'd rest. And yeah. there's always that exercise place in jail. You're always seeing that they're, they're yeah. exercising, getting buffed in the yard. You I'd saw that fun. one Charlie's Angels episode where they were prisoners. <laughs> And it makes it seem like they get a little makeup time. They get, you know, a chance to no, poof their I hair. Think, I, I 
think you know the what? women also are looking at the peace and quiet factor. That's what I was saying. I would, yeah. I would have nobody making any demands on my time. Exactly. I, I want to hear from somebody who's actually spent time in jail. Zach, if, tell them what it's like. <laughs> the worst movies of all time. Number two, from Justin to Kelly. Oh. <laughs> they gave it a 1.5 out of 10. So I guess there goes the sequel from Ruben to Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, if you want to get your guy all hot and bothered, stimulate his sacrum. I'll play along. What would that be? The sacrum is the little triangle below the small of your back. Yeah, I don't know where it became the small of the back. Where's the large of the back? <laughs> South of the nape of the neck. Yeah. <laughs> sound like resorts all of a sudden. I know. Uh, we stayed at the nape of the neck. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was that the one near the small of the back? <laughs> they did a survey in Health Magazine, and women chose a full night's sleep, shopping, and exercise over being with their man in bed. Yeah, yeah I can see why that would make you feel bad. You make us feel so bad when you, answer, something when, about when it. you answer surveys like that. <laughs> it hurts our feelings. The word's going to get out. It's not a secret survey. It's a survey they're going to publish in a magazine that everybody reads. How will you guys know if we don't tell you? We'd rather we, not know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More than two-thirds of women hide money from their mate. They have money that their husband knows nothing about. 53% of men do it. Do you have a secret stash of money? I have uh, saved up about $6,000 just this last year. Dennis, how much do you have in your secret fund? I have $15,000. Have you ever chipped away from that money at all? I went out and bought uh, you know, a couple accessories for my car. Yeah, I told her it was all on sale, too. There was a huge sale. <laughs> when you choose a partner... Scientists have calculated that the ratio most likely to get people interested in another person was 1 to 1.09. You multiply your height by 1.09, and that's what the guy's height should be. That is your ideal mate. How tall are you? I'm 5'2". 62 inches, Jay. And my husband is 6'7". You should be with a guy that's 5'8". When we were getting married, the minister looked at him and said, kiss the bride, and looked at me and said, don't strain your neck. See, even he knew you were the wrong woman for him. <laughs> that was a sly way of implying that... We're all the same size in bed. I don't think the minister said that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> According to a recent study from York University in Toronto, people are overusing the internet. Huh, is there a, a duh? Dot com. And what do you think before we look it up? Yes. D-U-H dot uh -huh. com. Jay, what do you think? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. What do you think? I have to say yes. Here we go. Hit enter. Oh, you Is there win. one? Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. This was in Time Magazine. If you're a hypochondriac and you go to the web all the time to look up all the diseases that you think you potentially have because you're looking at all the symptoms, you are now called a cyberchondriac. <laughs> and then the doctor in his mind is going, ah. Another one of these. Yeah. <laughs> well, I read on the internet that yeah, yeah. men can have a uterus. It's right next to the Flogandurgle. <laughs> I did the measurements like they have on the internet. And if you do <laughs> the length of your index finger away from your navel to the right, and I do have a little bump there. <laughs> Is that my uterus? <laughs> they did a new survey. Men enjoy cuddling more than women. That's so wrong. Come on, please. Who's buying this? Nah. Hey, good morning. Men do like to snuggle. Sometimes I can't get out of the bed in the morning unless I give him hugs and kisses. That's all he wants? Yes, that's all he wants. He wants lovin'. He calls it what? Lovin's? Lovin's. Is he glad you're telling us this? <laughs> he has no clue. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you like to sleep with? As far as celebrities go, this is the definitive national list. Mr. Pitt? Clooney. No, not on there. No. George Clooney? Yes. That's it? Number wow. one. Wow. I can see George. Now for the guys, who did they say they would most like to? Catherine Zeta? No. There's one three-named person on the Sarah, list. Sarah Jessica Parker. No. And 
Anna Nicole Smith. Oh. Yes. I mean, geez, why don't you just take that out and put Barbara Walters? Oh, she's hot. <laughs> the verbal cold shower provided by Erica Lee. <laughs> Thongs are on the way out, according to Time Magazine. Thongs oh. are on the way out. Full bottom panties are the new hot thing. Ah, come on. Jeez. Well, I just never understood the concept. It seems like all your life you're trying to keep your underwear out of that area. And this <laughs> <laughs> My butt eats regular underwear anyway, so why would I wear that? Oh, okay, so you've just given up. You wanna, <laughs> I have. You want to start that meal up. already in progress. Hi, Tracy. At least the thong is a self-inflicted wedgie. <laughs> That's true. You know what you're getting going in. That's right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Newsweek is reporting some things that the soldiers have had to learn on a cultural basis so that they can be friends with the civilians there in Iraq. For instance, soldiers are told to not move back from someone who stands too close to them in a conversation while they're in Iraq, in case it comes to that. The average for Americans is 48 to 72 inches of distance between you and the person you're talking to. But in Iraq, they're comfortable with 12 inches or less. Ah! No, that's, that's, close, that's close talkers. talkers yeah. yeah. After seeing all the standard Iraqi video of these men smoking on the hookah there, <laughs> you, <laughs> you think 12 inches is not nearly enough because yeah. they're going to have hookah breath. Yeah, you're going to get secondhand hookah. Yeah. What is in those things, you know? I, I'm thinking it's what you think it is. Well, you know... But if it wasn't tobacco, I don't think we'd be talking about war. <laughs> Fighting over food. <laughs> we'd all be going to Hungary. Yeah. <laughs> and then, good and then have some turkey. Yeah. 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 Go to Chile. Yeah. I look forward to coming in here every morning. To be yeah. with your friends. Yeah, to be with your friends. <laughs> so friendly everybody is as we continue. The Best of the Scott and Eric Show 2005. Talking about a half hour ago about my new girlfriend. This mm-hmm. is this girl from this airline. Hi, Darren. Welcome to Song. Let yourself fly. Just so you know, your call may be recorded for quality assurance. <laughs> Wait, look, no, when you don't respond, look how nice she is about it. Hmm, I didn't hear you. Ooh, <laughs> See, okay. Yeah. It sounds she's like a real un- person. She's very understanding. Yeah. Yes. Very sweet. She doesn't go, oh, moron, make a choice now. <laughs> I've got all day of a recording. <laughs> Schedule a little extra time for our big party because we're going bowling. All right. That's right. We are having an anniversary bowling party. You bringing your own ball? That was just your way of saying, and Scott has his own ball. Do you have shoes? That's his way of saying <laughs> Scott has his do own do? shoes. Yeah. Well, you had like one time, like seven strikes in a row or nine strikes. Sorry, wow. ten. <laughs> that was Jay's Scott's way, way of saying, saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at my appearance on Friday night, mix after six, and I'm, we're about wrapping up. Then these uh, young ladies come up and they say, you're really good looking. I'm like, thanks. And they're like, because we heard you were really ugly. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. they didn't. Yeah, yeah, they did. So <laughs> said, we heard that you look like a young Maury Povich. <laughs> hey, any compliment's a good compliment. Not if it's wrapped in an old fish. <laughs> <laughs> next thing we do will be the $25 pyramid. Yes. And there's a mixed morning update before we even get to that. So that's not the next thing we do. Just <laughs> so out of my mind not knowing what's going on here. Well, you seem to have a grasp of it. You just can't explain it very well. I understand it. I'm going to put the microphone in my head. I don't hear anything. (laughs) (laughs) It did sound a little like the ocean. (laughs) I did something completely frivolous yesterday. You? Yes. I got one of those motorized scooters. Before you. Thank you. Not the kind that you drive through the grocery store if you're you know, unable to make it through on your own. I'm talking about the mini kind of motorcycle kind of scooter. Will it hold me? Well, if it doesn't, I will. <laughs> I didn't get my best sleep. Since we have the dog Coco, Coco's our little 20-pound little dog. Mm. So I have to sleep in this snake-like, act-like-I-don't-have-any-bones-in-my-body position. 
to snake around the dog, but then not get into Fran's side of the bed and bother her. Are you just entirely too mean to give the old foot to the back and get out? Get Just get down. No, my, I love my wife. Well, then you're just going to have to deal. <laughs> <laughs> Quit whining. I love hanging out with my daughter. Excellent. It is fun. So, last <laughs> night, I said, let's get on the hog and have some dinner. Ah. Uh. So then we went into the restaurant, and of course they have a jukebox in there, and she's putting nickels in, and then down, 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 and so I'm singing along with that, and Lauren goes, "Who sings this song?" And I said, "That's Neil Sedaka." She goes, "Let's keep it that way." I got to see Scott's scooter, and I got to see Scott ride his scooter. Did you laugh out loud? No, I mean, it looks like a little motorcycle. Headed back into Winter Park there, and there's a car wash going on in the corner right there, and high school girls are holding up the signs. Oh, there I am. You know, I'm on the scooter. I'm pretty macho. And they said, we'll wash your moped. (laughs) I don't know if you ever have these people that are in your lives that you don't even know who they are, but you see them every day. I have little old lady. She must be in her 70s, and she walks every morning. Yeah, stop one day, give her a bottle of water or something. Say, hey, introduce I, yourself. I just want to say hi. I see you every morning. And, but we should know each other. Yeah. Wait, I've already had this scenario in my head. Maybe we have a little ritual where I flash my high beams at her. You flash your high beams, she flashes her low beams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she thinks I remember when I used to have high beams. In fifth grade, my gooniness didn't end. You'd think after a while, fifth grade, you're getting a little older now, maybe more sophisticated. But no, I didn't know what to do. I had such a mad crush on Becky Williams that I told her I was going to put her on an allowance. What? <laughs> and so I would just hand you were her money. You going to pay her to be your girlfriend? <laughs> I was just going to hand her money because I wanted her to know how much I loved her. So you may have been the world's earliest sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's parents were having their 50th anniversary. So they took their whole side of the family. And I'm an in-law, so I got to go, too, on a cruise to yeah. Canada. Was it chilly? Yeah. How chilly? Chilly enough for me to do my Daffy Duck thing all the way back to the ship. Which is? (laughs) Anytime anything's cold, that's what I always do. If I get in the pool... It's interesting how they use the space on cruises, you know, for the shower and everything. We've talked oh, about yeah. that before. And we had the shower that alternated between scalding and too cold. Oh, jeez. So I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, man, watch this guy every night. He's incredible. He's actually been on our show before and demanded to be on again. <laughs> it's Tom Brokaw. I paid big money for this. <laughs> He's married to Courtney Cox. That's yeah. a pretty good gig. Oh, yeah. But it's still not as good as being on our show. It's David Arquette. Hello, Erica. You know, you are Barbara Walters' new favorite couple. Oh, gosh. Because uh, I've seen on The View leading up to the interview, she just kept talking about how she just loved you guys and how great you were. So you've got a new fan. Oh, well, she was really nice and sweet. But I thought you came off really sensitive and, and, and deep and introspective. <laughs> well, thank you, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> I sure appreciate that. Lead singer from Hooting the Blowfish, it's Darius Rucker. Hey, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What is your writing process like? Do you sit down and write, or do you have an idea that just comes to you and you jot it down and, and you'll get to it later when you have some time? Or Yeah, you know, I get a lot of ideas that I try to, you know, I have Pro Tools at home, you try to put it down on Pro Tools real quick so you can remember to do it. I used to be the guy who always, you know, I saw it come to my head, I go, oh, I love that, I'll remember it later, and mm-hmm. you never remember it ever again. Oh. Well, will you uh, call my wife later today and tell her that everybody needs to have Pro Tools at their house? Yes, I will. Okay. Yes, I will. <laughs> that's, that's... Scott, you already got the pressure washer that you don't use. <laughs> Pro Tools I would use. Okay. No, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of my dream scenario to have a little home studio. But meanwhile, back to you. <laughs> it's Leah Remini. Hi. <laughs> like that. 
the beauty of, of good creative hit shows are the writing and the actor's ability to deliver the funnily written lines. I don't know if funnily is a word. I, I but, like it, though. Funnily. <laughs> funnily. <laughs> it's Andy Rooney. What would people be surprised to know about Andy Rooney? I'm really not a wonderful person. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I'm rude to people. Some people would feel bad about being rude to people. It doesn't seem like you do. Nah, there isn't enough rudeness in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's Simon Cowell. Hello, Scott America. Do you feel like the second trip to American Idol that people loved you more as far as the response you got from the audience? Because it, maybe at first they didn't get your edge, but the second time they appreciated your honesty? It's a good question. I think at the beginning of the second second show they like me but then once you get to the 10 when they've got their own favorites and you start criticizing them, then they hate me again mm. yeah there were some times when you you couldn't hear what you were saying over the booing behind yeah. you <laughs> I tell them to shut up Shania yeah. <laughs> Twain's our guest on Mix 105.1 the new CD is called Up at what point did you turn a corner and become the Shania we know now was there a certain age that you feel like you became the now Shania I'm not really sure what people consider typical Shania I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I can be objective enough to answer that <laughs> <laughs> you know, people always say, well, that's so Shania, but well, I don't know what is Shania. Paige Davis is here from TLC's Trading Spaces. Aren't you flabbergasted, though, the people that you idolize, like Oprah, know about you? When Vern was on the show, they were showing clips. And when Oprah introduced the clip, she said, you know, oh, and host Paige Davis. And my mom called me and said, Oprah just said your name! <laughs> Jen is our guest. She won the million dollars on Survivor. Can you give us some word association here real quick? I know it's early in the morning. Okay. You give us the first word that comes to your mind. Rob. Snake. Christy. Mean. Mean. Yeah, because she was mean to me. <laughs> Heidi. Uh, unproportioned. <laughs> Don't tell her you said that. <laughs> Chef Emeril Lagasse is our guest. You've probably been asked this a million times, but why don't you weigh 1,200 pounds? Uh, everything in moderation, my friend. Okay. <laughs> Edwin McCain is our guest. Do you get anything from karaoke? Do you get a check in the mail if your karaoke song is out there on discs? Yeah, just put a pool in the ground with my karaoke check. <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> the karaoke check's here. The karaoke check's here. I was just wondering. Oh, my God. What have you guys been doing this morning? It's Tyra Banks. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. Big night for you tonight. America's Next Top Model is going to be on UPN. Huge night tonight. This is your baby. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like when you become a parent and you find yourself saying things that your parents said. You think, I'll never say that when I'm a parent. But now, you know, you've probably had directors and producers and things. You think, I'll they never say that. And I don't understand about the budget, the budget, the budget. When I'm the talent, I'm like, screw the budget. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just like, y'all are wasting my money. We're going to stand right there. <laughs> a lot of musical artists in our studio And uh, Hootie and the Blowfish was back again this year We had them on a couple of times They were really, really fun And mm. the, the one song that they played that we like the best Isn't even one of their hits Not even one they're releasing as a single from what we can tell But they played it in our studio and we liked it So here it is, it's Hootie and the Blowfish on Mix 105.1 
Well, you should go ahead and say, cause we're all gonna die anyway. State your peace, go ahead and say it. I swear it can't get much worse. Make your peace with this story, a blessing from a curse. Your money keeps burning away And it feels like the future's always waiting on the tip of my tongue Oh, like a cat holding back till it's too late Damn, it's just done State your peace, go ahead and say it I swear it can't get much worse Make up peace From a curse, stage your peace, flowing wide open, and you find you an oyster pearl. Make your peace with this story, you just might be the one who can change the world. Sounded pretty cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you. This is a visual. I got to come over and show you this. And to preface this, I will say, I'm tired. Okay. And I get dressed in the dark. Here comes Erica Lee now. Can we bring microphone number two over? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Erica. <laughs> you guys look. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> I'm wearing two different shoes. There you go. <laughs> and they're not even close. I'm definitely a glamour don't. <laughs> when was the last time you danced? You mean like other than for you guys in the control room? Right. Like with a pole or no? No, no. <laughs> Just trying to narrow down the parameters. Oh, man. You and my wife both made statements about Hugh Jackman. My wife, she goes, that's my guy. Within 12 hours, you're like, ugh. Hugh Jack, but he doesn't do anything for me. No, he really doesn't. I'm just trying to figure out what your type is. A good poster child for what I like is yeah. Cutie Boy on CNN, Bill Hamer. And I swear I could be his mother. If people don't see a picture of you, you, the way you portray yourself sometimes is like you're 68 years old. But I was trying to figure out what your type is and what her type is. and You. I'm old enough to be your great-grandfather. Well, then give me money. When your birthday comes around, there's a dollar for every year. You'll get $68 this year. 38% say that if they accidentally stumbled on a confidential file listing all their co-workers' salaries, they'd pass that information around the office. (laughs) (laughs) Although I did that by reading a contract upside down on a boss's desk. (laughs) He just so happened to have his contract there. And when I saw that... They were paying me more than they were paying him. That's when I knew the end was near. (laughs) A new survey found that 45% of women would like to have Whoopi every day. 45%. 
That's almost half. That is? Where are the people? I've never. <laughs> I don't know anybody. No, neither do I. Well. Yeah, no one. Okay. <laughs> You're going to have to explain that later. He's talking about me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have to be anywhere today? I don't think so. Because you're the most dressed up of all of us. Yeah. I'm wearing a denim shirt. No, no it's I a just... good look. You got the khaki pants and the blue denim shirt. It's, it's a very nice. Khaki pants. <laughs> <laughs> khaki pants. Khaki pants. <laughs> 58% of women say that they have lied to a guy about the number of partners they've had. They decreased the real number by quite a bit. But why do you women want to lie to us? We still why do you, you. want to know? It's none of your darn business. <laughs> Usually... that's, I mean, that's the answer you'd get from me. If you're asking me that question, you're not going to be number whatever. <laughs> if you want your husband to live longer, and that's questionable. <laughs> because men already have a lower life expectancy than women. It's been proven over the years. Uh-huh. So how do we get you up there with us? Need us. Okay. Men need to be, to be needed. needed. Yes. Now I see the crux of my problem. <laughs> There's a reason why men are dying earlier. It's Erica Lee. <laughs> I just don't need you. You don't need us. I want you. <laughs> I just don't need you. You know, I'm all for technology. I am a geek, but I'm not quite totally yet on board with my cell phone being my camcorder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I was looking at an ad yesterday in the paper saying you can do these little movie clips that you can then phone to people. Mm -hmm. There will be a day that everybody has all that stuff, and your cell phone Except will, for be, me. will be... Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'll I'll still have my, my 10 minute a month plan going for me. She likes to lag behind, make sure these things are going to catch on. That's right. I was in your car the other day. We went to Port Orlando. I opened the glove compartment. There was a telegraph inside. Yeah. <laughs> There's a book called Reading Toes, Your Feet as Reflections of Your Personality. <laughs> if you want to know if a woman around you has recently, you know what I mean, with somebody else, uh huh. check her toes mm. on her left foot. Your little toe... Ladies, on your left foot, according to this, turns red right after you've been with somebody. <laughs> In fact, they say it's so pronounced that it even happens when you think about it. And if you have nothing else to do this weekend, guys, check out your mate's feet. Because a gap between her little toe and her fourth toe means <laughs> that she has a penchant for one-night stands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, to my last two toes are together like Siamese twins. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So does that make this true or not true? <laughs> no, that, that, that makes that completely false. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm the exception that proves the rule. <laughs> I see my little toes getting red just thinking about it. <laughs> no! Mix Little 5.1 is the best of the Scott and Erica Show 2005. You know, every time we answer the phone, it isn't a celebrity. No. You guys have been slacking. No. no. <laughs> it's a lot of great listeners calling up with a lot of great things to say. And uh, let's hear some of that. Some of the best of the phone calls from 2005 right here on the Scott and Erica Show. Hello. Hello. All right. We're talking about just chance meetings. We met the day after Christmas 2001 in the express checkout lane at Walmart. <laughs> And we're engaged to be married March 18. There you nice. go. Nice. Yeah. And one of my uh, the girls at work says, well, you know, you can find everything at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wearing shoes today that hurt. Hey, uh, Robert. Well, I'm wearing shoes that hurt. I was expecting it to be a female that would call. I had made such a big deal when I tried these shoes on how good they felt to my wife that, uh, well, I just had to keep up that they still feel good. It's easier to wear the shoes that hurt than to admit that she might have been right. You got that right. <laughs> 
Stacy, you're on with Warren Eckstein. I have a four-year-old American Eskimo. He won't go number two outside, and he insists on going in front of my husband's TV. Oh. Does he have it tuned to ESBM? Oh. <laughs> I got behind this pretty hot girl, and I can see right over her shoulder and basically put myself in her shoes as to what it's like to walk down a crowded big city street when you're a, a reasonably good-looking woman. Only you. The guys are just like they've never seen a real live woman before. Uh -huh. Ladies, what is that like for you? I just find it annoying. It can't go anywhere. And it's like, oh my, a girl. Julie. I just thought all those people were staring because they thought, who's that idiot following that girl so close? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about marrying the same person over again or getting divorced, but nobody would know it because you still live together. My neighbor, who is separated, getting a divorce, and I'm a teacher, so he kept bugging me. You know, you've got all these friends at school, set me up, set me up, set me up. <laughs> so I did. He got a divorce on a Friday. They went out on a date Friday night. Had a great time. Next morning, he went back to his wife. He went to the Justice of Peace. Got married that Monday. <laughs> now, of course, my friend on Monday said, "Hey, I had a great day. Yeah. What are you doing?" I <laughs> uh, got married today. <laughs> Steve. Yes. Hi. What did you accidentally leave the house with? A roll of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we know what you do before you leave the house. <laughs> Hi. Did you throw a party where nobody came? Um, I had a worse scenario. I wanted to throw a party, um, a Halloween party, and sent out a whole bunch of invitations, and everybody called me back saying, oh, sorry, that's not good for us, that's a bad weekend, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, okay, fine, we're not throwing a party, and I went ahead and scheduled myself to work that night. I'm a nurse. My husband calls me and says, guess what? People are showing up for your party. <laughs> hey, Terry. You like the memory when it comes to, like, the Oscar nominations for winning Best Pictures? You know How far back do you go? All 77 years. Wow. So do you have to do it from the beginning, or can somebody say what won Best Picture in 1968? 1968 was Oliver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that answered my question. You don't care to live with this person anymore, but you sure miss his... His rock-hard rear end. <laughs> Who's, in the... Who's in the car hearing that? That, that's my son. <laughs> was it from the fruit of the other guy's looms? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I, I missed even just gracing the bottom. <laughs> you missed bouncing a quarter off it. <laughs> Maria on line two, hello. I stopped at the traffic light. There's this humongous traffic jam always at I-4 and L.B. McLeod. I'm stuck to the line, and this is when that lady called about the fruit of the loom bounce the corner for her butt thing. And I looked to the car next to me. I mean, I'm laughing my head off. Here's the guy next to me pounding on his steering wheel laughing. <laughs> we looked at each other, and he flicks the coin. <laughs> Had a when you buy a car, you plan on keeping it for the rest of your life. But in an instant, a desperate thief can take away your piece of the American dream. Presenting the new Aerocar Triple Protection Auto Alarm System. The secret is the patent-pending Triple Protection System. Step one, the unsuspecting criminal hovers around your precious vehicle looking for a clean entry when he receives this warning. Wow, 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 wow. Step two, should Sammy's sticky fingers continue and actually enter your car, the neighborhood will awaken with this ear-piercing alarm. Uh but the Aerocar Triple Protection Auto Alarm System doesn't stop there. If Freddy Felon insists on trying to start your car for a clean getaway, he'll encounter Aerocar's new Lock 2 Starter Prevention Lockup. 
The doors will then close, making your car a temporary holding facility until Johnny Law comes to call it. Step out of the car with your hands up. I can't. I'm locked in. Insist on the new Aerocar Triple Protection Auto Alarm System at Eckert's, Walgreens, and everywhere really loud things are sold. They're so funny. They should, like, do that for a living. I know. Uh, they will make it. It's the best of the Scott and Erica show 2005. Remember when Train played on our show? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, here's some of that on Mix 105.1. It's the best of the Scott and Erica show 2005. That's train. It's all coming back to me now. I was here. (laughs) 
It's <laughs> a great year. I didn't realize how much fun I had. Mix 105.1, the 1550 music mix of yesterday and today. It's Scott and Erica here. Big Jim's here, too. And the big pour-off begins here in just a second. We have everything we need. The Beoria strips are here. And uh, the, the way the commercials look on these things, it's like the, people are having blackhead parties. I mean, these women are all grouped around, and they're all ripping off the strips at the same time. And Well, you know, women, we can't do anything by ourselves. I know. We go to the ladies' room in clumps. We remove our blackhead in clumps. We... It's going to be the new get-together. Yeah, a Beoria party. You are cordially invited to a blackhead party. <laughs> At June's house, bring a covered nose. <laughs> <laughs> but Part see, then what do you, it, this only takes 10 minutes, so then what do you do the rest of the night? Gossip about guys. Oh, all right then. And their pores. Jim, I've got you all fixed up here. Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh, that might not be the strip. That might be the, the extra facial cream that came with the set. But, uh... Uh, partly sunny and breezy and high around 80. And uh, what's it now, Ms. Lee? 64. Uh, Catherine, you saw me yesterday? I sure did. What, was I looking studly? Oh, definitely. But <laughs> I'm sure everybody's going to want to know what your body fat percentage was. <laughs> I was at the wellness center yesterday oh. next to our house having my orientation. Yeah, I was in the swimming pool. I had a clear view of you waiting in the lobby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was looked like a pretty active class going on there. It's a lot of fun. You should try it. You know what I was looking for? If you look, I was looking around. I was looking to see if there was a guy in the group, and there was. There was one man, yes. In the water aerobics class. One brave ah. man. Because yeah. that's a pretty cool thing to do. Yeah. You, you like that? Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Because you don't feel like you're really working out, but you are. Yeah, well, it's hard to sweat when you're in the pool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, you, you definitely do. <laughs> uh, have you tried the Biore strips yet? No, I haven't. Mm, we're about to. Yeah, well, I'd love uh, to know what happens. Next time you see me there, just splash or something so I know it's you. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, I'm not giving my... I was just going to say, you seem to have avoided that question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it's a little high. That's why I'm there. Oh, okay. I'm not fat. I just need to be a little thinner. You're not. But uh, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Do we have any blackhead music? Do you have anything? <laughs> Joan, Jack, Joan Jett and the Blackheads? or? Yeah. Uh, or we could go with the German Schwarzkopf. Yeah, I like the West Side Story <laughs> stuff. I feel zitty, or I want my nose like a like Miss Erica. I want my nose like Miss Erica. <laughs> Everything's clean on Miss Erica. I want my nose like Miss Erica. <laughs> Oh, the kind of guy who'd peel your blackheads. <laughs> it all fits. Have you seen the new Diet Coke plus vitamins and minerals? Mm-mm. It's, I guess, Diet Coke plus. What's it have in there? Like, can I get my thiamine? <laughs> A little riboflavin flavor? Yeah. <laughs> Flav? The health-conscious womanizer, riboflavin flav. You want to come over and have some hummus? <laughs> You know how last week the garage door broke, and so uh -huh. we scheduled the appointment for the garage door guy to come out, and they didn't even have a record of us having a conversation that they should come out. And they're so. reliable. Yeah. <laughs> that was right in their ad. So uh, <laughs> that somebody should say, we put the lie in reliable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what Alexander Graham Bell said to do when the phone rings is to answer, ahoy. <laughs> Instead of hello. How many things would be different if we had gone Alexander Graham Bell's way? Like, you're watching Jerry Maguire, and he goes, you had me at Ahoy? Yeah. <laughs> Ahoy again. Yeah. Ahoy. Yeah. Yeah. Ahoy. I, just, I, I love you, won't you tell me your name? Ahoy. 
Ahoy! Is it me you're looking for? Well, it's Orlando TV's Hunkiest Hunk Competition 2007. Just happening by again. He's currently in first place. It's Todd Jerkowski. No one's ever won three. Maybe at three you have to, you know, be put out to pasture. No, I don't know. Or to stud. Or to stud. Yeah, that's a much better way of putting it, right? How you want to use the pasture's up to you. (laughs) Here's one I'm ticked off at all the agencies that use acronyms. Everybody loves acronyms. I think studies must show because every disease now has an acronym. You don't have a disease anymore. You have ED or you have Mm -hmm. RLS. If somebody tells you about it, then it's TMI. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How's everybody doing? Great. Okay. How about you? Get in there. You sound fine. I almost didn't come in. It was really close because I had a pretty good fever going all night. I'm sweating like a pig, but that's okay. Take your shirt off. Man, every day. (laughs) (laughs) So what's going on with you, Ms. Lee? And then yesterday, just chilled. Watched the Braves win. Watched Tiger win. It was a good day for me. There There you you go. go, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> that was weird. That was and, really, really weird. Well, remember, you know, Tupperware parties? Mm-hmm. Now, women are holding taser parties. They bring in a police officer or a safety expert. They demonstrate some tasers, and then the women can buy them. And what's and, the etiquette? What do you bring to a taser party? <laughs> taser tots? <laughs> so did you do anything fun yesterday? I had a lovely day. I just enjoyed being back to work and talking to all you folks again. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I didn't laugh a lot when I was on vacation, but, you know, I, I like to get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Some quick stats about your life. First of all, 54% of Americans fold, 35% wad. Socks? Money? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Leaves 11% that I don't know what they do, but I think those are the people that are using our bathroom because I don't and, think they do anything. And stop using my socks for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And if you can use money, <laughs> then you are rich. Wow. Yeah. That's when they cease being greenbacks. <laughs> and now with the state of the Scott and Erica show, here's our general manager, Ernest James. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to tell our audience that the Scott and Erica show has been re-upped. We are so honored to have you as a part of our organization. And I got to tell you, the greatest thing about being a fantastic leader is having really great people around you. And you are a fantastic leader. Well, yes, that's what are. I just we, said. We, we, well, we concur. You re-upped us, so I guess that means up that's yours. See. I don't know. I just, see? Yeah. Well, you, you don't want to be rude. No, you know, it's kind of an also with you. Thanks, yeah. kind of <laughs> <laughs> little 5.1. It's the best of Scott and Erica show 2005. Keen was in our studio. Ah.
Keen on Mix 105.1. Oh. 81 for high today. It's starting out nice, but it's already starting to get a little high cloudiness going on. And what do you have now, Ms. Lee? High cloudiness. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was interesting today. They said if you're looking for a guy, maybe you've been dating, you know, and you just never find Mr. Right. And, you know, time moves on. And you're at a point in your life where you feel like, you, okay, you can find men, but you can't find a guy that doesn't have a bunch of baggage and isn't already all dinged up. You're describing pretty much where I am. The last guy that you were with, is he in town? I have no idea. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. No, it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) What are you eating? What was that? I'm eating a pear. A pear. A Bosque pear. Ah. I have a body like a pear. All of a sudden, I've lost my appetite. (laughs) (laughs) Erica Lee is back from her cruise. Yes, I am. Man, you know, it's so weird not watching the Academy Awards. I felt yesterday like I had to play catch-up all day. Really? And I like mustard. Well, hindsight is... Yeah. Oh, hindsight. Oh, hindsight. Oh, man. That's the 57th best joke you've ever told. <laughs> Our TikTok column today starts with this one. After going to another country to have plastic surgery cheap, returning butchered and spending two weeks in the hospital, my husband tells me he wants a divorce. If you're going to a foreign country to have cheap plastic surgery, don't be surprised if you come back full of pus. Right. I just lost my appetite for the rest of the day. I didn't. I'll eat yours. Erica, you cracked me up. When was the last time you said the word pus out loud? (laughs) Now I'm not going to eat tomorrow. Hey, look, it's the pus diet. (laughs) How'd you do with the candy for trick-or-treaters? Bought just the right amount, completely ran out, bought way too much, or didn't buy any at all? I guess I'm going to go with bought way too much. You bought way too much. Miss <laughs> Lee got her head buried on the counter laughing. Somebody help Come back. Her. Resuscitate her. <laughs> oh, there it is. We got her. Let's know her. If you want to see pictures of Erica's big fat toad that lives at her house, you can go to our website at mix1051.com. Go to the mixed pictures, and it's the first item right there. Oh, okay. The big Great fat picks. toad is right there. He left me a little present. Can we not have pictures of that on the website? No, I don't want pictures of that, and I want to figure out how to get that off my plant. <laughs> the place he was sitting on Saturday and Sunday when I looked for him there yesterday, I'm like, oh, that's lovely. <laughs> That was his toadstool. <laughs> Remember Uneasy Rider? Uh-huh. I had that memorized and was so proud of myself. I could do it without the song. Do we have Uneasy Rider in there? I was taking a trip out to L.A. Taking my Chevrolet. Taking on the radio. Just as I cross Mississippi line, the engine started to whine. I was about to go. Well, the spare was flat. I got up tight because I knew there wasn't a filling station in sight. So I down the shoulder on the ram. I went as far as I could. I'm going to stop the car. It was right in front of this little old bar. Redneck looking joint called the Dew Drop In. There you go. Easy rider, come on. <laughs> Give it up. I got a luncheon on Friday. I'll oh, do that. Bring that up. <laughs> I'm sure the, uh, the diabetes organization wasn't expecting that no, either. They... Hey, if you're looking to get out of it next year, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Erica Lee, everybody. Yeah. Mm. I think we've gotten her to sing twice in 15 years, right? <laughs> mix 105.1, the best mix of the 80s, 90s, and today. Funny guy, here he is on our show, Jeff Foxworthy. 
What a crowd. <laughs> and and they love you. With their staccato clapping. I love it. <laughs> yeah. We practice the staccato because otherwise it sounds muddy and, you know, we want to yeah, make sure no. you hear every clap. I'm, I'm way beyond impressed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about you. Uh, first of all, the fact that you were going to be talking to us sort of made me think about you. But I, 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 started, thought, I thought you were going to say, I was thinking about you in the shower this morning. <laughs> no. and, uh, hey, don't want to hear thing, things I don't want to hear for 100, Alex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we've talked to Howie. We've talked to Bergeron, and, we, and we've talked to you before. When, when this when this fifth grader thing came up, did you think, well, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, I've got a, a couple of months here. I'll give this a go. Uh, were you shocked at how it caught on? You, you know what? It went, when it came out, the, it was late in the year, the first year. It was like February, and they had this idea. And, and I had I'd honestly had never thought about doing a game show. And Mark Burnett called me, you know, the guy that created Survivor and The Apprentice and and when he told me the idea, I said, you know what, whether I do it or not, I, I think this is a great idea in its simplicity because, you know, kids love it because it shows them beating adults and yeah. adults, we think we can do it. But, but I had no idea it was going to be this big. I went, for, like in a month, I went from being the guy that every time somebody saw me, they were yelling, you might be a redneck, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to everybody walking past me in the grocery store and slapping me on the arm going, I'm not smarter than a fist <laughs> So, you know, it's, I mean, it's just kind of wild how, how great it's done. And, and, it's, and it's fun to do. I mean, I don't have to pretend to be Alex Trebek like I know all this stuff. Well, he has such gravitas and remorse when somebody doesn't answer correctly. I don't think you could duplicate that. You know that. what? He's got the answers right there on the yeah, podium. Exactly. He doesn't know this crap, yeah. you know? I, I would like to see him do the show one day without the answers in his hand. You know, I have, if they didn't give me the answers... Fifth grader would be the shortest show on television. <laughs> I, I have like a little bitty thing in my ear where they'll say, ask the next question and then go to commercial, you know, and things <laughs> like that. And, and, and so somebody said to me not long ago, they said, I love it when you like walk over to the desk and feed the fish when you're trying to be all dramatic. And I said, I'm not trying to be dramatic. I'm, I'm on the other side of the room going, what's the answer? What's the answer? <laughs> Well, there is a lot of pressure there. Scott and I, live on the air, took the U.S. citizenship test. Oh, how uh, the, did you do? See, the, I don't know if I could pass that. The good news is we're allowed to stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a renewable license now. We didn't realize. You, yeah. can't, you can't just automatically stay. But uh, you know, a lot of comedians come out of a background of some insecurity. They found a way to make people laugh because they might be a little insecure. Since just about everything you do has been highly successful, are, are you past any insecurities you had at the beginning of your career? You know what I think so, but but I but I find that I'm more appreciative of of the art and just like all the success I've had the longer I've done it because I really didn't think that it would last this long. I mean, I quit a job at IBM to do this, and you know, I, I figured two years and I'll be back with my hat in my hand begging for my job back because right. I was the guy that was doing impersonations of the boss in the break room and getting called. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, I've been doing stand-up now for 24 years. Yikes. And, and from that, it's afforded me, you know, sorry about the phone ringing. We've got some things in the auto trader trying to get the front, <laughs> trying to get the front yard cleaned up a little bit, you know, for back to school. But... Uh, <laughs> They'll leave a message. In the <laughs> but, but, you know, the, the challenge for me now with comedy, it's like finding different ways to make people laugh. I mean, in that, with stand-up, my, my whole goal was to, to be on Johnny Carson. Uh-huh. And once I did that, 
everything else was gravy, you know. And then I did a couple of HBO specials. Then we did the blue collar thing, and it was something different, you know. It was four guys, and uh, like this year, I just wrote my first children's book, and and it, which was one of the hardest things I've ever written. And, and the fact that I mean, it's been on the New York Times thing for six months, and I'm like, that's there was like. Uh, it was thrilling to me because it was something different, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you kind of threw yourself out there, and look, it worked again. Yeah. So, yeah, look at you. You know, I think a lot of people get into stand-up because they think it's like a springboard for TV or movies. Yeah, whether it's, you know, Steve Martin or mm-hmm. or Eddie Murphy or, or Adam Sandler, but I, 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 I never thought that. Uh, to me, I love doing stand-up, and the rest of this is like gravy. Mm-hmm. But if you put a gun in my head and said, you can't do but one thing. It would always be stand-up. I've been filming Fifth Grader for three weeks, so I haven't been on stage in a month doing stand-up. I'm like, I'm itching. I'm like, yeah, let me get back out there and do this weird thing. Now, does the audience tend to yell out classic things that they want to hear? They brought their friends so that they could hear you do this thing that they told them was so funny, but they couldn't quite get it right themselves? Yeah, you know, they really mess up a lot of jokes, and so you have an obligation to try to clear them up. I mean, at this point, I think I've done like nine albums or something, and so... You know, at this, I try to to do a little bit of everything. I always want to do new stuff, and but you know, it's like going to see your favorite band. You don't, you know, you like hearing the new stuff, but you still want to hear some of your favorites. And yeah, so that's mm-hmm. what that's what I try to do now. Thanks for being on our show. We'll let you return that call and sell that El Camino. Yeah, thanks, okay? y'all. Have, have a great day. Take <laughs> care, right. Jeff Foxworthy. There's that clapping again. There you yeah. go. We can't stop ourselves. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thanks. <laughs> well, that was a fun trip down memory lane for me. And I hope it was for you, too. I do have enough for at least one more show, so let me know if that's something you'd like. And I hope you'll check out my music shows if you don't already do so. Just search Erica Lee's podcast for all of the places you can hear them. Until next time, thanks so much for listening. I'm Erica Lee.